Welcome to Stack of Stats. I am your host, Pamela Maldonado, joined by DFS analyst for tourjunkies.com, Anthony Achara, and we are here to give you all the analytics behind the PGA bets. We did take a little bit of a hiatus last week. We had the Tokyo Olympics, golf's been going on, but there's a lot of football. So I needed to kind of step back and focus on that. But now we're back to golf and my man Charter, he has joined with me. How excited are you for this week's of golf? We are back. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm excited for every week of golf. Generally, it is my favorite <laughs> sport. You know, I'm very infatuated and obsessed. So any week, especially this week where it's, you kind of have some different storylines, it's like the last game of the regular season. And, you know, there's a lot on the line. Some people are going to lose their jobs. Some people are going to have to go uh-huh. to the Corn Ferry to try to fight for it. You know, there's there's a lot on the line this week. You know what? I'm going to forgive you for saying that golf is your favorite sport when football is just three weeks away, but you're Canadian. So I'm going to forgive you for that. And it's okay. (laughs) I understand that football may not be it, but yes, there are a lot of storylines coming on. It is the Wyndham championship. It is at Sedgefield country club in North Carolina. Jim Herman, he returns to defend his 2020 title. This is a tournament that literally anybody can win if there is a time to take some long yeah. shots 5,000 range 6,000 range maybe even higher then this would be it because Herman he made the cut just four times at the start of 2020 shot a 63 in the final round to top Billy Horschel by one stroke for his third PGA title Herman's final score was 21 under do you think we're going to see a score like that this week uh, yeah, I would assume so. I mean, it's a little bit far out to, you know, check the weather every day, but I mean, it looks pretty benign. They'll probably even see some, some wetness, which should allow the ball to, you know, like stay still and, and make the greens a little bit more receptive than they otherwise would. But yeah, there's some long shots that won this. Uh, I think Herman was like 600 to one last year and wow. Davis love, one at like 500 to one four or five years ago. Um, Amazing. So, yeah, it's, I mean, like if you just look, you know, Jim Herman, JT Poston, Brand Seneger, Henrik Stenson, Siwoo Kim, Davis Love, Camilo Vajegas. Not the strongest of field this time around or ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of always is that because like, uh, you know, the playoffs start last year. It's been the very, you know, it's been the same format for quite a while. Most of the guys, like the big name guys just take this week off. I mean, you, all, you always have like the WGC um, coming off that, which everyone's playing. So this is just one of those weeks that you just almost always take off because, you know, yeah. all, all the bucks start next week, big time. So you were talking about the field and how there's a lot of interesting storylines. We're going to get to some of those here in a bit. But looking at the field, it is Webb Simpson, seven career wins for to his name. He is a plus 1100 favorite here. And rightfully so. He kind of crushes this course. If you look at how mm. he's done in the last five tournaments, he's gotten no worse than fifth place in his last four starts. Then you have Japan Tadeki Matsuyama returning from the Tokyo Olympics with a T4 finish. You have Louis Uthaisen, who has four runner up finishes this year. Patrick Reed, he was the third favorite, but he has withdrawn from the tournament as of today, which leaves Brian Herman rounding out. He is the fourth player. Um, The last tour that he has was in May of 2017. So those are your top four players for this tournament. Webb Simpson, he won his title. He won his first tour title here, as did Reed. But of course, Reed's no longer in the field. And then you've got my boy, Willie Z. Will Zalatoris, you were talking about some players are going to lose their job. 
potentially? Well, Zelatoris is one of them. He is a temporary member on tour and not eligible for the FedEx playoffs unless he wins this tournament. Absolutely no pressure. What other storylines can you tell us for this week? Um, well, I mean, what was he safe though? Like he'll, he'll just get his card next year anyway. So it's not like he, he's going to be, but yeah, it, right now he ranks like 26 in the FedEx cup, which would be good enough for the tour championship and like a guaranteed $300,000 payday. So mm-hmm. it, it is kind of silly, but I mean, he, he knew, he knew the rules before he jumped up. He could have stayed and, and Mito Pereira, the KFT and, you know, one got the battlefield promotion to, to guarantee his card, but you know, I I'm sure he doesn't regret what he's done. I mean, he has like eight top tens Absolutely. In, on the PGA tour, but a house you know, millions, got married. I'm sure he got a yeah. <laughs> all the money. So, it's done well for him. Yeah. He said in his interview today that if he, doesn't happen to win today. He's going to Ricky Bobby it. He's, he's, he's going for first, second place is, la- is last place to him, basically. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, like he, plans, he plans on going to Europe if he doesn't win. So that's kind of cool, too. Very cool. How about like some other players? Like to play players? golf, I mean. How about some other well, players? Well, like Ricky could Fowler. Be losing their job. Okay, what's, up, Rick- what's going on with him? Well, I guess, like, this will be the first time he has missed the playoffs in, like, a long time. He's sitting 130th right now. So you kind of expect to have a good week from him. But because he won the Players' Championship in 2015, he still has status on the PGA Tour for one more year. Sounds good. All right. Um, So so then looking at the course, we have Sedgefield Country Club. It is a par 70. It is over 7,100 yards. The 18-hole record is 59. And that's from Brent Sinedeker shot that in the first round in 2018 kind of tells you that we have a pattern here 21 under one last year 59 was here was shot here in 2018 so it's kind of a fairly simple course it is a donald ross design with bermuda grass and fairly large greens what else can you say about this course and what stats are you looking at well this stat has like the number one green regulation on tour so the greens are are very receptive mm-hmm. pretty big easy to hit but like most donald ross courses once you get to the green is generally where the problems start because he makes them very hard they're undulating they have elevated multi-tiered all that kind of stuff uh it really puts a challenge into it i mean like even the fairways like it's a less than driver course so driving accuracy is quite a bit um above average as well but you really you do need to hit the fairways because of course it's bermuda rough and which is a, a gnarly no matter how long or thick it is uh, it always catches you can catch some flyers out of there so um definitely want to hit the fairway so it looked a little bit of fairways game but again a lot of the guys won't be hitting driver and the ones that are pretty accurate only hitting like 270 anyway so not that big important but approach Really need to put those close selected opportunities gained. A little bit of good drive percentage too, just to see you know who's basically still getting to the green if they do miss the fairway. Right. Um, and then yeah, putting. And of course, like par four scoring is really huge. It's one Since of the, it is a par seventy. The, yeah, one of the only times par four scoring outscores par par five score. Even a lot of par seventies and par seventy ones, the the par five still usually have like as much strokes gained than the par fours, but this time it's way different. Um, and like eight of the holes they play will be between 400 and 450. So, well, I'm looking at a lot of the players who are good with the S, like you said, driving accuracy, I'm looking pretty much, can you hit it in the fairway? 
Can you avoid three putts and can you make some birdies? I'm keeping mine really yeah. simple. This seems to be yeah. like a really short, like a wedge course. So I'm looking at players who can yeah. from approach from 125 to 150, from 150 to 175. So a lot of the players that fall into that, I think you and I agree on a lot of the players. So this is good. Looking at your list yeah. first, you have Jason Kokrak, who is top 20 at plus 110. Um, he is coming off his, he did take 12th at the Rocket Mortgage. He took 26th at the Open Championship. And then he took 34th at the WGC at St. Jude Invitational. He has lost where he lost strokes off the tee and his approach overall ball striking. But he consistently, the strength of his game is his putting. What can you tell him for this week? Yeah, he just he's just one of those guys that doesn't really, really hit the long ball. The ball striking is really nice, but yeah, he, he's fourth in birdies. He 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 is fourth in strokes game par five as well. Scores lots of DraftKings points. He, he he's up there with the Eagles and Birdies and and yeah, I'll be relying heavy on the putter. And you know, Jason Kokrak's been a, a horse of mine for for this mm-hmm. season and he hasn't really disappointed too much. He he picked up the win. And, well, I guess in this season he has two wins. So uh, but yeah, the course just sets up really nice for him too. He did win in May 30th just at the Charles Schwab tournament. That was his last win. And then before that, he kind of went on a hot streak. He took ninth at the WGC workday. He took eighth at the Arnold Palmer and ninth at the Players Championship. So potentially this could be a good course for him to get back on that winning streak or like crushing top 10 streak. Another player that you like is Russell Henley. Top 20 plus 175, top 10 plus 335, and to win is plus 3300. The only thing that I think is going to scare people off is that he is coming off a missed cut at the Open Championship, and we haven't seen him since. That was in July, mid-July, and we haven't seen him since. But prior to that, he had gained strokes in uh, consecutive in like five straight weeks on his approach. He was kind of off and on there with his short game, gaining around the green, and then he, in three straight tournaments, gained or stayed neutral putting, and that yielded him a 13th place finish at the U.S. Open, 19th at the Travelers, and 11th at the John Deere. What statistics or metrics have you eyeing him for this week? Yeah, pretty much what you said, really. Like, Henley's been one of the top approach players for the last couple of seasons. He used to be, like, the guy with the putter, um, but now he's, like, the guy with the wedges. He ranks fourth in approach. I really like that he ranks fourth in the long par fours as well. And, you know, he has really good head course history. Um, he had top 10 last year. And in his corollary courses, like um, Wiley, which is the Sony Open, he had like a second or a really good finish there. Um, 11th. Yeah. And a couple other of the corollary courses. He, he just, he, his best putting surface is Bermuda. So even though like mm-hmm. his putter hasn't been that hot, when he gets on Bermuda, it's very familiar with him. So definitely like the wedge game of Russell Henley this week. Henley almost made my card. I had him and then I was like, oh, the miscut. So I took him off. But <laughs> just because I'm just because of that. But I think this is a course where if a player is coming off a miscut, you can kind of ignore it because this course is significantly different than what a lot of players have faced. It's easier. The greens are bigger. Like you said, the greens are very receptive. Uh, greens and regulation is up there. So, yes, yeah. if you are going to take a player who missed a cut, I think that's OK. And Henley is one of those players. Another player that you like is Kevin Kisner. Top 20 plus 275, top 10 plus 550 and to win plus 4000. This one, he is a little bit more of a um, eyesore for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only strength of his game seems to be the putter, but he doesn't really gain off the tee ball striking. Um, it's really just his short game, his around the green and his putting. So what do you think he can contend here? So tell me why. Well, I mean, he finished third here last year. 
And I believe he had a top 10 a few years before that as well. This is just kind of one of those courses that sets up well for kids. I mean, he's never going to lead off the tee or, or approach. He, he's just not a big guy. Um, you know, he, he just hits a nice ball down the middle of the fairway. And, and yeah, the, the putter is, is one of those things to keep him going. Um, but I mean, he's coming off, you know, the, the last two results, especially last week, like, I mean, those things can just be one-offs. I generally don't let that affect me, but I mean, he had two top tens, the two weeks before that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's easy for me to ignore one week and, and, you know, he's closer to home this week and the season's coming to an end a little bit. So yeah, I like a, a nice bounce back from kids this week. You're right. He had fifth at the Travelers Championship, eighth at the Racket Mortgage, but then he followed that up with a, what is it, a miscut or somebody, I'm saying 73rd at the Open Championship. Either way, he yeah, did well. He, he, made, he made the cut. He just fell apart on the, the on the weekend at the Open and, and then, then he that took kind of bled 60, into uh, the following yeah. week where he took 63rd at the WGC, just St. Jude, yeah. just last week. Um, so he, like you said, he bled in, but hopefully this could be a bounce back spot. Now, a couple of players that you like, that I also like that are on my card. I think this player could end up on everybody's card. Always the yeah. bridesmaid, <laughs> never the groom. Who is it? Louis Uthuizen. <laughs> top 20. He is minus 110, top 10, plus 150, and to win plus 1600. I definitely like him again for this week. He does well on Bermuda grass. In his last four, three starts on Bermuda grass, he took seventh at the Zurich. No, that was a team event. He took eighth at the Valspar and he took 17th at the WGC just last week. He gained strokes in nearly every category for the most part. And on par 70 courses, he tends to excel. He took third at the US Open. He took 17th at the St. Jude, which is last week. And then at Sedgefield, this is his first time playing here. Am I correct in that? Yeah. yeah. Are you worried about that? No. And then, of course, looking at his recent form, he took, I mean, he has kind of been on the top 20 streak since dating back to like February. He's having a fantastic 2021 season. He took 11th at Waste Management. And then since then, he took 6th, 41st, 61st, 26th, but 2nd, 8th, 2nd, 18th, 2nd, 3rd, 2nd, and then 17th last week at the WGC, where he gained strokes in nearly every category except off the tee. Do you think that he can be better than 17th place? coming off last week yeah i don't i mean you know last week is a ridiculously tough field and i mean he he was in a really good position until um i mean i guess even just sunday where he kind of fell apart i think he he finished like plus four plus five on sunday which obviously brought him way down because he was up there Mm -hmm. and so was my DraftKings earnings until he kind of crumbled on (laughs) sunday but harris singles did the same thing so you know that's that's how golf goes sometimes you're not always going to have it I'm not sure that I would be betting Louie outright, but like no, top fives, top, ten. top tens and top twenties mm-hmm. are like, absolutely. I mean, he, he's just like automatic in that range. Um, and I mean, and like, he's probably he's the best guy. player in the field. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would assume he's, he's probably one of the highest ranks. I think Decky probably climbed up there a little bit. And of course, Reed would have been too, but I mean, yeah, he, he's not a young guy. He, you know, his caddy will be pulling in extra work. I mean, they, this this course is like 100 years old, so all, all the mm-hmm. data is there. I mean, it, it's not right. something that they will see for the very first time, so I'm not too worried about that. Another player that we both can agree on is our boy, Willie Z. The season is coming to an end, so rightfully so. He's going to end up on our card probably for the next three, four tournaments. <laughs> like, we're going to finish. Well, we started the year with anyway. him. 
Yeah, we started the year with him. We're going to continue writing him. Top 20 is still plus money at plus 140. Top 10 is plus 250. And to win is plus 2200. I like what she said that there is an interview where he said second place is losing. I like that type of mindset. So could he actually win this tournament because of his putting? That always has me worried. He's not particularly. He has a new putter. Great. Okay. We can talk about that here in a minute, but in, as of on Bermuda grass, he doesn't have the best of finishes. They are top twenties though. He took 16th at the Bermuda last year. He took 17th at waste management, 10th at the Arnold 21st at the players. And then the three after 28th, 42nd and eighth at the WGC just last week on par 70 courses. He only played three. He took six at the U S open. And then of course, WGC was a par 70 last week where he took eighth gaining strokes in every single category, including putting where he gained almost four strokes. He has not yeah. played. Well, actually he did play at Sedgefield in 2018, but that was like pre that was before Will Zalatoris was Will Zalatoris. So we're going to forget yeah. him for that. Just a young pup. And then recently, before his eighth place finish at last week at the WGC, he kind of went on a bad run there. He took 59th, he missed the cut, and he took 77th, he missed the cut, and then he showed up with an eighth place finish. You talked, you mentioned he has a new putter. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, he, I like, I guess he had been working with a different putter for quite a while, and he, he just spent a bunch of time with the Titleist guys trying to figure out because. He had been like waiting his putter and waiting his putter. And then the, the lead tape started to come off or whatever. So they were just like, let's, you know, he just went with completely different putter. Um, and you know, they, he, he said he closed his eyes and was just hitting all the putts that he needed to, the, the weight felt good. And it kind of showed last week. And I mean, like he, he, his ball striking kind of did switch a little bit, but we know now that he was injured. Um, he mm-hmm. hurt his back. And, you know, it, it's still, he's, he's still not a hundred percent. Even this week, he, he said he's not hundred percent, but he wasn't a hundred percent last week. Um, just had to make a few adjustments with the swing and obviously it was pretty good. Yeah. Those are going to be the players that you have on your list. And just to reiterate, it's Jason Kokrak, Russell Henley, Kevin Kisner, Louis Uthuizen, and Will Zelatoris. And then the final two players that i match up with are Louis Uthuizen and Will Zelatoris. And then another player going to my card, I like Hideki Matsuyama. You mentioned him that he's probably up there in the rankings with Louis Uthuizen. I yeah. know I'm kind of going more chalk, but that's kind of, I think, what we've been doing pretty much all season long. You kind of go more for the long shots. I kind of go for the guys at the top. Hideki is top 20 minus 130, top 10 plus 120, and to win is plus 1400. He does pretty well on Bermuda grass. Um, he's still not like the best putter. <laughs> so he's kind no. of off and on in that category. Par 70 courses. He's played three and he took 17th, 19th and second at Sedgefield. It's kind of a hit or miss. He either missed the cut or he took third and 11th. <laughs> and so t- twice missed the cut. And so we'll see what happens this week. But recently, I mean, he's coming into this with some really great form. Since winning the Masters in April, he kind of fell off the wagon there. He took 39th, 23rd, 62nd, 26th, missed the cut. But then in back-to-back, he took fourth in Tokyo Olympics and he took second at WGC just last week where he almost stayed neutral putting, losing just one stroke. Can you give us any more data that could help uh, help me stay on or get off on Hideki? I mean, the last time I tried to get you off somebody, it didn't really work very well. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, you know, he just happened to have like his best putting week ever. And I, <laughs> I think Hideki 
he won't need to have the best because the field isn't as strong. But like right. he's gained 15 strokes on approach his last two outings, not including the Olympics, which we don't have data for. But obviously he did very well there too. And you know, he he lost a stroke putting last week and still ended up finishing second. I I would be surprised if he did top five here just you know you know two weeks ago he was in the olympics now he flew back over here to play the wgc mm-hmm. now he's flying to memphis or to north carolina to play this it's probably gonna be wearing him down a little bit and i just i don't know if the putter can contend but obviously everything else is so good he's like he's first in ball striking first in approach first in opportunities gained like the man can definitely hit a golf club so well Mm-hmm. But the putter is just, I mean, it, it's really, really, really bad. Like really I'm, bad. <laughs> if I'm taking Will Zalatoris for team no putt, then I'm going to take Hideki, who is first in everything you just mentioned, and team no putt. Let's go. Yeah, you can you can balance it. Well, I mean, you have you have some Louis, he's a decent putter, and mm-hmm. you know, I think you have someone else who's a decent putter as well. And then, okay, so then the next guy that I'm going to take is somebody who... On Bermuda grass, he hasn't played. On par 70 courses, he hasn't played. At Sedgefield, he hasn't played. But I'm going to take him anyway. Mito Pereira, because why not? Flavor of the month, top 20, plus 275, top 10, plus 700. And to win, plus 6,000, definitely one of the longer shots that I am taking. But recently, he's done pretty dang well. He took 34th, 5th, 6th, 4th. He is coming off a 39th place finish at the Barracuda Championship last week. We don't get data for that, so I don't know where he struggled. But he is one of the more, if you're looking at the last 24 rounds, like he's definitely one of the best ball strikers. He's pretty decent around the green. Team no putt, (laughs) but he's not losing terribly with his putting. He's pretty much staying neutral or maybe losing one or two strokes. But his tee to green is there. His strokes gain total is there. Um, It's a very, very short sample size, but he leads. He's a top five player for birdie or better. I'm going to roll with it because why not this? Like I said, anybody can win this tournament. Let's give it a shot on him. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, you know, I obviously have been on Mito since the get go and, you know, he's returns really good value that the barber soul is awesome. The three M open, you know, how he did in the Olympics was, was great. Mm-hmm. But with all that said, this is his seventh week of golf in a row. And he has put on like, 25,000 miles in travel in that time. Like it, right. it's, it's really, really up there. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't blame him if he had a poor result this week. I mean, I, I think the talent is there and obviously he's really young, so he might not be so affected, but I, I do always worry a little bit. I mean, I, I don't think he's going to make the FedEx cup playoffs. Anyway, he's sitting like 177th right now. So basically needs to have a solo second or better just to even make the playoffs. So I don't think that that pressure being off might actually help him a little bit better too, because I mean, he, he has the battlefield promotion. He, he's got his tour card for next year. It's, it's not something he has to go in this week worrying about. So, I mean, top 10, top 20, I, I kind of definitely, I especially like a top 20, but if, mm-hmm. if, if he does do poorly, definitely not going to be like, Oh, Mito, you suck because the man is, <laughs> the man is an Olympian. You know, he almost won the bronze medal. He was in that playoff, which was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in golf. Yep. So yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't mind Mito. I'm keeping him. And then one player that I don't think I have bet once this season. Um, oh. 
I can't even say that I recall even his name. So I'm going to go with Adam Shank, top 20 plus oh, 350, wow, yeah. top 10 plus 800 and to win. Definitely a long, long shot at long plus 10,000. But yeah. he is pretty decent on Bermuda grass in his last three tournaments. He took 25th at the RBC Heritage. He took 11th at the Zurich, which is a team event. He took 18th at the Valspar. On par 70 courses, he's kind of just there. <laughs> and then at Sedgefield, he has two missed cuts, and he took 51st. Uh, um, there's not really much to love about him, but recently, he, you know, he took fourth at the We're John Deere Classic. He took fourth at the Barracuda. Uh, Barracuda? I'm saying that wrong, I think. Bar- Bar- Barracuda. Barracuda. Like the song, Barracuda. Barracuda. <laughs> You're right. I was exactly thinking of that. How do they say it in the song? <laughs> but he's, you know, he typically gains off the tee. He's kind of off and on with his iron shots, but he has gained strokes in three straight events putting. Am I crazy yeah. for putting him on my card? Should I take him off? No, I I think the long shot is fine. I mean, you're not probably not going to bet him outright. I don't really think you need to go that far. But like a top 10, top 20 is definitely not out of the question. Like obviously his game over the last three months has been there. He ranks 12th my model. The birdie numbers are there. The opportunity gain numbers are there. Par five scoring, good drives. The putter, he's he's 12th. I mean, Bent is probably a little bit better for him anyway, which is why he's had all the results. But just having a hot putter in general like gives you confidence. He's sitting 95th in the FedEx Cup, so he's definitely like making the first round. And you know he's probably motivated to to get into the top 70, so he plays the second round of the playoffs too. So uh, I definitely don't mind the the shank. Hopefully, he doesn't yep. have any shanks, but. <laughs> So then to reiterate my card, we both share Louis Uthuizen and Will Zalatoris. And then I also like Hideki Matsuyama, Mito Pereira, and Adam Shank. And then just to reiterate our card, I think potentially we got ourselves an outright on this one. I'm feeling it. I'm kind of liking it. Jason Kokrak, Russell Henley, Kevin Kisner, Louis Uthuizen, always the bridesmaid, never the groom, Will Zalatoris, Hideki Matsuyama, Mito Pereira and Adam Shank. These are the players that we like to contend for this week at the Wyndham Championship at Sedgefield Country Club in North Carolina. How are you feeling about the players that we just chose? I'm pretty confident. Um, I, I think there's a lot of potential for every single one of them to be in the top 20. And uh, might just have to bet all of them. It's It's been a <laughs> long time since that clean sweep. That's kind of what, you know, you get, gets you addicted. You pick five or six guys and bet them all top 20 and they all top 20. You're, you're just on cloud nine. I so it's been, that. it's been since probably February, I think was the last time that that happened to me when I had five or six guys and all of them uh, cast the top 20. So it's, it's been too long. So yeah, we, we need to do it again. I definitely like it. Do make sure to follow Charter on Twitter at Ant Charter. You can see his stuff for DFS at tourjunkies.com. You can follow me at Pamela M35 and read my stuff at Yahoo Sports. But that does it for another episode of Stack of Stacks. Good luck this week.